And welcome on in to the Ryan Hickey Show right here on CBS Sports Radio. A very happy Saturday to you and a happy weekend. And thank you for making us a part of your weekend. But where else? Right here on CBS Sports Radio. All right. This week, Damian Lillard is trying his damnedest. I'll give him an A for effort for pulling every single string he can in order to try to get himself over to the Miami Heat. When it comes to that situation, though, here's the reality. Damian Lillard doesn't have any leverage to force a trade to the Miami Heat. Him and his agent can make all the threats they want. They can make all the calls their little hearts desire on telling teams, whether it's Philly, whether it's Boston, whether it's the Clippers, whether it's the Nets, they can call all their GMs, they can call all their owners, they can call all their star players that are trying to recruit Dame to their team and say, don't trade for him, he's going to be unhappy. The reality is there is nothing Damian Lillard could do to force his way to the heat and prevent a trade to another contender. And if I'm a GM of the Sixers, of the Celtics, of the Nets, of the Clippers. Nothing that's come out this week about Dame's unhappiness and him trying to force his way to Miami would dissuade me from making a trade and getting Dame on my team. Everyone in the league knows it. Damian Lillard has zero leverage. There's nothing he could do to prevent a trade if Portland says, you know what? We're trading you somewhere else that's not Miami. Sorry, Dame. We got to do what's best for us. And that's exactly, by the way, what Portland should do. Look, Portland's doing right by Dame in terms of trading him and trading him to a contender. That is where the goodwill stops. Now the Blazers have to worry about what's best for the Blazers. What is best for the Blazers five years from now? Is it a trade built around Tyler Hero? Or is it a trade built around a better player and more draft picks for another team? The Blazers got to worry about what is best for the Blazers. Because they also know deep down, if they trade Dame to, let's say, the Sixers, there's nothing he could do. Like, this is why I know it's an NBA, right? The the NBA is a player-run league. We have been conditioned to think that. But this is why Damian Lillard has zero leverage whatsoever to force his way to Miami. And he has no ability whatsoever to block a trade if it's someone else. Here's why. What would happen if Dame is traded to the Sixers? If the Blazers said, you know what? Philly gave us the best trade package. We're going to take it. Dame, I know you wanted Miami. We'll send you to the East Coast. A little bit further north up there in Philly. Enjoy. What would he do? There's nothing he can do. The only thing he could possibly do is sit out, refuse to report. And last time I checked, he is under contract for three more years. Is Damian Lillard going to sit out the last few prime years he has left of his career in order to win a championship to send a message to the Blazers and whoever traded for him that he is serious on his word and is not going to play? Is he going to sit out for three years, become a free agent, 
And then at age 36, pick his destination, go to Miami and try to win a championship. When at that point, Jimmy Butler is going to be in the tail end of his prime. Bam, who knows if he's even going to be in the team at this point. Or I should say at that point, with how much players get shipped, you know, shipped around. He's not going to sit out. He's going to play. And I think he's going to be happy. Because the one thing Damian Lillard has always talked about, and the reason why he's requesting a trade away from the Blazers, is because he wants to compete for a championship. He wants to go somewhere where he can win a title. And while he is dead set right now, or I should say have his eyes on only the Miami Heat, and he's dead set on going to any other contender, at the end of the day, Dame is looking to compete for a title. So if the Sixers say, hey, Dame, we're trading for you, and we're going to pair you up with the reigning MVP of the league and a head coach in Nick Nurse who won a title with the Raptors a few years ago, you're really going to say no to that? When all you've talked about is winning a championship, you're really going to say no to playing with Embiid and playing under Nick Nurse. I doubt he will. I don't think there's any chance he's going to say no and sit out. If the Celtics make the trade, they get involved. Is Damian Lillard, again, whose number one motivation is to win a championship, is he now all of a sudden going to look at Jason Tatum and say, eh, I'm good. I don't want to play with that guy. And throw a hissy fit because he got traded to a team that was just in the NBA Finals two years ago and made it to Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals this past year? I don't think so. I'm calling his bluff if I'm Boston. I'm saying, I doubt you show up unhappy. I doubt you sit out. You got a brand new team in Jason Tatum. Let's go win a title. That's exactly what Dame would do. He's talked about, on the record, on podcasts, how Mikael Bridges is his guy, and that is someone he would like to play with. If the Brooklyn Nets come calling, is he now all of a sudden going to go back in his word and say, actually, Mikael, I love you, but I'm not going to play with you? There's not a situation. If you're Damian Lillard, when all you talk about is winning a title, where you're going to say, no, I'm not playing for that team, whether it's Philly, Boston, Brooklyn, I didn't say the Clippers, but if he gets traded now, all of a sudden is teamed up with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, I get a big thing with them is health. But if they're healthy, they legitimately have a real chance to win a championship. You're really telling me Damian Lillard, whose priority numero uno is winning a title, he's going to say thanks but no thanks to playing in Boston, Philly, L.A.? No chance. No chance whatsoever. And so that's why Damian Lillard has no leverage. Because he can't do anything outside of making empty threats to prevent him from getting traded to a contender not named the Miami Heat. Which is why if you're Portland, you do whatever it takes for you to get the best offer back possible. Let's call a spade a spade right now. For the teams that are out there that could be interested in Lillard, the Heat by far have the worst trade package. 
the Heat trying to build a team around Tyler Hero, or I should say build a, a trade package, excuse me, build a trade package around Tyler Hero and other, you know, mismatched parts? Why would Portland take that? Why would Portland willingly take Dudu back in a trade for a guy who's still, what, a top 10, top uh, top 15 player in the league that's still in his prime? Portland owes it to themselves to do whatever it takes to get the best possible player and package back in order to make sure their future is as bright as it could be. Right? Portland owes it to themselves, to the city, to the fans to use Dame and cash in this asset to put themselves in a position to where three, four, five years from now, they are competing for a championship. Just because Dame was loyal and they had a great 11-year run doesn't mean they have to take now pennies on the dollar to make Dame happy. They got to do what's in their best interest, which is why if you're the Blazers, you call Darryl Morey in Philly. You call Brad Stevens in Boston. You call, I mean, look, Steve Ballmer is basically running the team, and you know he's so excited and so involved that he's probably taking the calls anyway. You call Steve Ballmer in L.A. You call Sean Marks in Brooklyn. You see what the best trade package they could offer is, and if you like it, you take it. All four of those teams can offer packages and players better than what Miami can give. If you're Portland, you know there's nothing Dame could do to stop it. And even his agent calling teams, saying he's going to be unhappy. I saw a report today that if Dame's traded to a team not named Miami, he's going to skip training camp. Again, I doubt it. Let's just remember, it's easy now on July 8th to say, I'll be unhappy in so-and-so city. I won't show up to training camp if I'm traded to X team. He's going to get traded to a contender. And I don't believe he would not show up or be a malcontent or be a problem in the locker room or cause drama or skip training camp. I would call him out on his bluff because what is he going to do? Sit out three years? No chance. No chance Dame sits out for three years to set a point. And again, if you're playing with Embiid, if you're playing with Jason Tatum, if you're playing with a healthy Kawhi Leonard, you're not going to be upset. You are not going to be upset and be sitting out games. I can promise you that. So if I'm any of these other teams, I'm calling Dame out on his bluff, and I'm calling BS on these claims, on these reports, that he would be unhappy and would skip training camp if he's traded to a team not named the Miami Heat. The Blazers owe it to themselves to get the best possible trade package back, and that is not from Miami. That is not from Miami. They don't owe Dame anything in that regard. They owe Dame trading him to a contender and giving him a chance to win a championship? Sure, absolutely. And they're going to do that because the teams that are reportedly interested or could be interested are all teams that either currently are or would be championship contenders if they get Damian Lillard. That is as far as the Blazers have to go to treat Dame well. 
They don't have to, nor should they, trade Dame to the Heat just because that's where he wants to go. Get the best package back. And if that means trading to Philly, Brooklyn, Boston, L.A., so be it. Dame's got no leverage here, which means the Blazers now can do what's best and should do what's best for them. How do you feel about that? 855-212-4227 at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three. Does Damian Lillard have leverage? We've seen plenty of other NBA players force their way to certain teams. Does Damian Lillard have the power, have the leverage to force his way to Miami or should Portland say, you know what, we're trading you to the team that gives us the best possible return back? 855-212-4227. Let's go to the city in question. I'm sure George, who's called from Miami, has some thoughts on this. Hello, George. You're on the Ryan Hickey Show. Hey, Ryan. How's it going? It's going good, man. It's it's going good. What's uh, What do you, what do you got for us this, uh, this morning? Well, I, I've got... Two points. I know that you you brushed over one of them. Okay. Which is which is the fact that Dame gave Portland eleven years of the highest level of basketball that you're going to see, and and that although you don't think that that's very valuable based on what I heard, I think it is. I think that. Um, Although you hear that it's not as important, the fact that Portland would take care of a player that gave him 11 years and gave him any relevance during that time because of him, I think that that's a point. And the second point is that I don't know that that you're giving enough value to what it is to have a player be so uh, clear about his intentions and whether you think it's a bluff or not to go as far as to say, and this is not a guy that's been known for, for being not a team player, not a, a, a loyal guy, not a guy that speaks against you know, players that go to make championship, uh, you know, to get a ring automatically because they're going to, you know, the kind of things that we've seen in Golden State with Durant and so forth. Uh, all I'm saying is that I do believe that that there is something to be said for the teams that you've mentioned, Philly, Brooklyn, right. Clippers, where, where he is saying, listen, this is what I want to do. This is a, a obviously a grown-ass man that isn't hurting for money, by the way. Right. And that... And, and that it has doesn't have a history of being the pouting type. And he's saying, this is what I want to do. So if you're on, on, on the other end, if you're Brooklyn or you're Philly or you're the Clippers uh, or whoever else there may be in contention, Boston, do you really want to deal with a guy that is being so, so clear about what his intentions are? But this are? is what I understand, George. What would he do? Let's just say I'm the Celtics. I'm Brad Stevens. I say I make it. I put out Jalen Brown. I say, you know what, Poland, you take Jalen Brown. I'll take Damian Lillard. They say, okay, fine, trade. What is Damian Lillard now that I acquired him for a championship contending team? What's he actually going to do? Who's under contract for three years, bare minimum? 
Listen, I, I get your what you're saying, and, 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 and there's certainly merit to that. What I'm saying to you is, if you're Brad Stevens, is that the kind of situation that you want to find yourself in, where you're going to trade away uh, a, a definitely premier player in Jalen Brown, even though the Heat obviously reduced him a little bit in, in, in the playoffs. Yep. Oh, yeah. But, but, but that said, that said, I agree that Jalen Brown is certainly a, a better player than Tyler Hero so far, you know? Definitely. Based so on. if you're Portland, you'd rather take that trade. And so, again, like, that's, that's a thing, George, and I appreciate the call, man. Like, that's – my frustration is, like, I just don't see – like, if you are Boston, do you really – like, do you really think Damian Lillard's going to sit out for three years? That's the only card he could play. All this guy's talked about is winning a championship. He requested a trade away in order to win a championship. Is he now, when he's put on a championship team, all of a sudden going to say, actually, no thanks, I'm good, I'm going to just sit at home, collect my check for three years, and basically ride away any chance I have left of winning a title? I don't think he's going to do that. He's not that kind of player. He is not that kind of guy, and three years is a very long time to play hardball. And really fast here, your first point also, 11 years, you want to argue that Dean brought the, the Blazers relevance and they didn't win a title, and now you know they owe it to him to trade him to a team they want. They don't owe it to him. Again, the, the Blazers, I think, are doing enough by allowing Dean, you know, like... Um, you know, he's asking for a trade and they are granting that. I think granting the trade request and trading him to a contender is all they owe him. Right? They're not looking to trade him to the Orlando Magic or the Detroit Pistons that are equally as far away as the Blazers are. They are trading him to a team that, again, either is a championship contender right now or would be a championship contender if Damian Lillard is on their team. They are putting Dame in a way better spot no matter where he's traded to win a championship, than he is right now. That is all the Blazers owe Damian Lillard. From there, now it's, okay, what package can you get back if you have three or four contenders knocking on your door? You don't owe it to him to take the worst possible trade return just because that's where he wants to go. You owe it now to your team and your fans to put yourself in a position going forward where you are set up for success, not intentionally get back bad players and bad picks that don't fit just to be nice to Damon and give him a little, you know, pat on the rear end as he's walking out of town one last time. That's not how it works now, nor should that, you know, should have worked that way. The Blazers at this point, now that they are going to trade Dame to a contender, owe it to themselves to do and get the best player in return that fits their team and what they're looking for. So 855-212-4227, 855-212-4227, at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three on Twitter. Does Damian Lillard have any leverage to force a trade to Miami? And does Portland owe it to him? 11 years, does Portland owe it to Damian Lillard to trade him not only to a contender, but trade him to the team he wants and get the worst return back in a trade to the Heat. 855-212-4227 at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three. We'll get your thoughts and also, too, 
I think Damian Lillard right now is a player without a ring that needs one the most. I think he needs a ring more than Chris Paul. I think he needs a ring other than, you know, than uh, compared to a few other big-time players that have come close but have not gotten over the hump. James Harden, Russell Westbrook. So with that said, which team actually gives Damian Lillard the best chance to win ring number one? I'll tell you that when we do return. It's the Reineke Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to The Ryan Hickey Show. We are talking the future of Damian Lillard. Does he have any leverage to force a trade to Miami? And does Portland owe it to Dame to trade him to the place he wants to go to? If Dame, though, because he's the player in the NBA right now, that needs his first ring the most, right? needs it more than Chris Paul, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, any other sort of Paul George, player you want to throw in that category that is missing their first ring. I think Dame's a player that needs the first, the first one the most. So with that said, I think the team that gives him the best chance to win ring number one, it is the Boston Celtics. Like if all things even, right? Forget about where he wants to go. Just looking around the league, realistic trade partners. The team that gives him the best chance to win a title, it is in Boston. Assuming, and I'm going to assume here, Jalen Brown, you know what happens when you assume. Jalen Brown's on the trade. So I'm going to talk about the Celtics minus Jalen Brown here. You have a three-headed monster in Boston of Dame, Jason Tatum, Chris Stapps, Porzingis. To me, that's a better big three than in Miami of Dame, Butler, Bam. Dame is exactly what Boston needs. They are a very talented team, but also wildly inconsistent. We saw in the playoffs the last two years, Tatum is a tremendous scorer, but he will go through some cold streaks. 3 of 14, 2 of 15, scoreless in the first half. He's done that a bunch, especially the last two years. Dame is that perfect, calming presence, that consistent force that you know what you're going to get every single Game night in and night out in the playoffs. He's that calming presence that I think Boston desperately needs and that Dame would bring. So you look around the East, I think right now, by far, the Celtics would be the team to be in the East if they do land Dame. They still have really good depth, especially, again, when you trade Jalen Brown, because of the caliber of player he is, I think you have to include less draft picks and less players around him as well, so you could still keep a good amount of depth that Boston has been able to accumulate over the years. And so you still have a really good team outside just the three big names of Dame, Tatum, KP. That, to me, is the team. That is the best chance of winning a title with. But what about, what about you? What do you think here? 855-212-4227. Which team gives Damian Lillard the best chance to win a title, but also... Does Dame have the leverage to force a trade to Miami? Lewis is calling from Miami. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Lewis? Yes, I'm calling to give you the heads up. Dame is already in Miami. He's been here all day. Really? He's in Coconut Grove. Yes, he's here. You see him yourself? Coconut Grove and fans in uh, Coconut Grove, the village. Did you see him yourself? Were you down there? Yes. You were down there. You saw him yourself. I'm in Miami. I live in Miami. I'm saying, were you at the spot he was at today? 
Yeah, my sister, it was online. Wow, it's online. Okay. Did you yeah, give him a recruiting pitch? Jamie's here already, probably getting real estate. We, we're, we're welcoming him in here. He was. I'm looking right now on Twitter, Lewis, to confirm your report. It looks like he was on Instagram Live at a club in Miami. You got it. So there you go. Thank you for the update, Lewis. He was in Miami. But again, that to me doesn't mean anything because he can be in Miami. He can talk about how bad he wants to be in Miami. He can have his agent call other teams and say, don't trade for him. It doesn't matter. He has no leverage. He has no actual mechanism he could use to prevent a trade if he is traded to a team not named the Miami Heat. Tony's calling from Massachusetts. What's up, Tony? <laughs> what up, Ryan? How we doing, man? Oh, I'm going to make a couple of points. That caller, not the one just now, but the one before that. So, Dane Blinnett, I mean, certain basketball players are just built a certain way. And I'm pretty sure he's not hurting for money. So, the thing that I've been thinking about is that Portland's in a rebuild. Dane Lennon has never said a negative thing about Portland. He gave everything he had for 11 years. Right. I think the only talented team they had around him was when they had Aldridge and McCullough. They're gone. And Dame is like, this is what I want to do, and this is where I want to go. He could have did with everybody else. I think the only mistake he made is when he signed that extension, he should have said, I want a no-trade clause. But because he trusted Portland and he was devoted to Portland, he did not do that. So now he's saying, okay, I did not do that because if I did, we wouldn't even be having this discussion. Miami's where I want to go. You try to trade me somewhere else, I have a no-trade clause. He didn't do that to them. He trusted them. So I get what you're saying. Oh, he could go and team up and just – but Dame Lennon, if he was that type of person, he would have did that a long time ago. He stayed in Portland because he wanted to win the way he wanted to win with Portland, and he wanted them to get some players in there so he could win. So I don't think that's his priority, and I'm pretty sure he's not hurting for money. But here's this the thing, Tony. I'm, you saw the no-trade clause. I'm just lying. Let me just finish. Oh, no. I'm No. I, we can go back and forth. I'm asking you a, a quick question here. You talked the no-trade clause. He didn't ask for one, and you think he should have. Do you know off the oh, yeah. top of your head how many players have a no-trade clause in the NBA? I, I understand that, but you don't think that before one. he signed that extension? One. That I, I get that. But when his extension came up, you don't think after all that time, if he said, if I sign this, I, I want a no-trade. Portland would not have done it. Why not? I mean, his uh, Tony, for ba- basically, unofficially, his contract is a no-trade clause. He is owed $200 million. Well, if, if, I, you're, if you are not a championship-contending team, you are not spending $200 million on a 33-year-old player in Damian Lillard. So okay, just well, that well, contract alone eliminates the Magic, right, right. the Pistons, you know, three-quarters of the league. Because if you're not ready to win now, you're not trading for Dame. So, sure, right. technically he doesn't have a no-trade clause, but signing that extension you mentioned two years ago, or I think it was last year, actually, that locked yeah. him in through 2026, 2027, that is serving as a de facto non-trade clause to eliminate any single team that's not a true championship contender. But, 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 but we know, I get the money part of it, but a no-trade clause is a no-trade clause. That's and he doesn't have one. Right, and he, and he doesn't have one. So Portland can trade him wherever 
even if a team can't afford them, if a team really wants to figure it out. But what I'm saying to you, the other thing is that people are not realizing, and I don't know Dane, but it just seems like the type of player he's been um, for Portland, like nothing said, went out there, gave whatever, everything he had every year to win there. What if Dane says, you know what, I'm done. If I can't play in Miami, I'm done. What if he retires? So that caller says, do you want a do you want a situation like that? Do you want to take on? What if Dame says, you know what? I gave everything I had. I'm good financially. I got generational wealth. I understand the money that's left on the table. What if Dame's that type of person? Like I'm done, and he says I'm retiring. I would argue it's a bigger loss for Miami than it would be even for Portland. All right, no, if Portland's in the same but, spot they're in right now. Right, but it's going to be because now you get nothing. Portland gets nothing. If Dane but, but if you're Portland, says, but if you're Portland, you right now, it's, I think it's fair, Tony. I think you're acknowledging this without saying it. Miami has the worst trade package they could offer of any possible oh, team yeah. out there, right? I, 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 Ryan, I am not disputing that. No, I know, but my point not, is, Tony, my point is this. If you're Portland... I don't think they should willingly take the worst possible return they could get in a trade just because they feel like they quote-unquote owe it to Dame and want to make him happy because he wants to go to a certain team. They, I think to me, all they owe him and all they're doing is um, granting his trade request, which they don't have to do, right? They don't have to trade him. They are trading him. They're doing right by him because he wants to go win a championship and they are acknowledging we're nowhere close to so we're going to trade you and give you your chance to go win a championship somewhere else. That's number one. And they are going to trade him to a contender. right? Again, they're going to put him in a situation where wherever he ends up going, he is going to be either the favorite in his conference or a favorite in the conference to go to the finals and win it. He's going to have the best chance of his career with whatever the four or five teams that are out there to go win his first ring. That, to me, okay. is where... Portland's responsibility for doing Dame right ends. Right. And, 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 ends and, and, right and there. I get, that, I, I get that part of the business. But I'm going to use you a perfect in, in, um, um, uh, conference, somebody that did this. Tom Brady gave the Patriots everything he had, took less money yep. to help better the team. And at the end, Robert Kraft, he asked Robert Kraft to do this favor for him to release him or not – you know, whatever it was, I mean, Tony, he was a free whatever agent. it was. And Tom he Brady Tom set Brady. it up that way. Like, that's the right. difference. And I, I got to run here, Tony. I appreciate the call, buddy. But that Tom Brady set it up where he just kept doing one-year deals, one-year deals, and he was a free agent. Dame could have done that. Dame didn't have to sign the extension last year. He, he could have looked at the money and said, you know what? I'm already good. I'm going to prioritize, you know, winning. So I'm not going to sign the extension. So I have more flexibility on where I could go to win a title. He took the money. You can't have it both ways. You can't sign up, take all this money, have your contract become almost an albatross, and then turn around quickly and say, oh, actually, I want to be traded. Not only be traded, be traded to this specific team that, yeah, they don't have a lot of assets to give you. You are getting by far a, a crappy return back, but sorry, you owe it to me, so that's what you got to do. No, that's not how it works. Tom Brady left New England as a free agent. If Dame wanted to pick his place he wanted to play, he dipped his on the extension, you get to free agency, and you pick your team. Simple as that. All right, we'll continue to take your thoughts here. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. 
Also try to squeeze in here a little three at three as well, uh, as well, I should say. You're listening to the Ryan Hickey Show. Do the Blazers owe it to Dame to trade him to the Heat, or should they do what's best for them? Like, maybe I'm just, I don't know, misreading this situation entirely where I think I'm in the minority, but I feel like this is a no-brainer. The Blazers have to do what's best for them. And yes, I think Dame does, you know, does, I think, should get owed the respect of getting traded to a contender, but I don't think you have to trade him to the contender of his choice when the contender of his choice doesn't offer the best trade package that could truly help your team. Like I'll quickly go back here to what the Brooklyn Nets did in trading Kevin Durant. The Brooklyn Nets, right, traded Kevin Durant to the Suns back in February. But let's not forget, the first time Kevin Durant requested a trade was back around this time. Or on July of last year. You know what the Nets did? The Nets said, we're not trading you until we get the best possible offer that we feel is satisfactory. Just because you want out doesn't mean we're just going to give you away for basically free or lose out on the deal because you want to go. I didn't see anyone bashing the Nets. I didn't see anyone saying, oh, the Nets are handling this terribly. Kevin Durant wants to be traded. you got to trade him. The Nets eventually traded Kevin Durant, but it was on their terms. That's what the Blazers have to do. You could trade Dame. No problem with that. Give him what he wants. Send him to a contender where he has a chance to win a championship. But I don't think it's okay to willingly take less of a return just because you feel he Dame gets owed the right to get traded to Miami. He gave up that right when he tra- when he signed that extension. That's all you need to know, right there. So I don't think the Blazers owe it to Dame to trade into Miami, nor does Dame have the leverage to force a trade to Miami. The Blazers have to do what's best for them. And that means the Sixers or the Celtics offer the best possible trade package. You take it and you call out Dame on his bluff of being unhappy and or skipping training camp. Do the Blazers owe it to Dame to trade into Miami, and can Dame get there? Does he have the leverage to force his way to the Heat? 855-212-4227. John is calling from Fort Lauderdale. What's up, John? Hey, Ryan. Thanks for taking my call. Um, really uh, enjoy the show. Obviously, uh, being down here, Heat fan. Uh, here at the media all week talk about why Dame should not get traded down here. You, you say you're frustrated with the you say you're frustrated with Dame choosing Miami and saying that Boston and Philly are are the closer contenders to winning a championship. Uh, you, you mentioned that Joel Embiid, uh, you know, reigning MVP. You mentioned Boston, obviously, uh, with 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 their success. But the Miami Heat are not just a contender; they're the contender. Dame sees that. Besides the Warriors. The Miami Heat have been in the finals almost the same amount of time as the Warriors over the last, what, 10 years, 12 years? You're, you're saying that Dame is, uh, Dame's clock is ticking. So why would he want to go anywhere else but Miami? And, and the trade hasn't happened yet, of course. Yeah, no trade clause. They're looking for uh, the right picks back, rightfully so. You know, uh, the Blazers have to do what they have to do. 
But at the same time, should they cut their nose off to spite their face for the, for their future as far as having free agents come there later? Um, you know, well, John, it, what free agents have it, gone there anyway? Well, exactly. But you, you so know, that's they, like they that's not a concern. They they've shown some success over the years. Obviously, Dame plays a big part of that. But the like the fact that Miami is the contender, Dame sees that, and it's crazy that they're the Miami Heat are not getting the respect that they deserve for the success. That well, let me they just say this, John. No, you're right. The they they made a lot of finals runs, and they've been you know, they've been right there. You're especially comparing oh, the Warriors. You're 100 right. Fifth seed, and seed. Like, it, but you go like, back to just the Eastern Conference Finals. Why was right. everyone picking the Celtics over the Heat? They were the number two seed. But like, they had more talent. Like the the, the, the Heat talent, won that series talent. not because they were the more correct. talented team, because they were the more consistent team, right? That's what I would argue. That's, that's correct. But this and is, so Dame, I think, brings that consistency special. that Boston needs, where I think he'd be in a better spot up in Boston than he would in Miami. So I'm not yeah, saying that they wouldn't win a title or not even be competitive, but I think if you're Dame, you look around and appreciate the uh, call, John, I just think there's better options. And again, it's not even really about Dame in terms of, like, the Heat obviously would be an NBA Finals contender if he went to the Heat. But it's also, too, now Miami not having a ton of, you know, pieces around, you talk about trading hero, you're going to probably need a, a few other pieces as well. So if that's a Caleb Martin or someone else, now with the great depth the Heat have, it takes a hit a little bit in order to get Dame to town. Whereas I think if you're Boston, you're sure you're trading with Jalen Brown, but you're replacing it with Damian Lillard. I think you're still keeping a lot of that depth. Um, and same with Philly compared to right now Miami. He's still a contender, but I'm saying if you're looking at this from Portland's perspective, Miami's not the team you want to trade him to, because they don't give you the best possible return back. Chris is called from San Diego. What's up, Chris? Hello, Chris. Defer. Yes, hello. There he is. What's up, man? Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for uh, uh, taking my call. I appreciate it. You're right. You just wake up? Uh, over here is like about uh, twelve fifty-three. Yeah. You know, are, you, are you a Padres fan? Depressed about the loss? Uh, no, I'm actually a Braves fan, and I'm a Houston Rockets fan. Wow. And, and I'm a Jaguars fan too. Holy cow! All over the map. All right, all right, Christopher. Uh, what do you want to say about Damian Lillard? Yeah, um, that's correct. <sighs> I'm a big fan of Damian Litter, to be quite honest with you. Um, my personal opinion is that uh, he should stay, that Portland got to pay him and work around him. And uh, he's been faithful to his franchise, uh, which is Portland. And that right. they should work around, they should work, uh, work, work around him. So they should pay him his money. And, they are paying uh, him his money, and 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 uh, they paid they him some, handsomely multiple times. They got to get some pieces uh, for him, you know, to, for him. But that's not just the. That's what they're trying him. to do, Christopher. Like that, that I appreciate the comment. Like that, that's what they're trying to. That's the whole point of this. Whole point of this conversation: getting pieces on this team to move forward, and which trade package gives you the best chance of doing that. I think if you're that's if you're poor, that's what you got to be focusing on. If at the end of the day, if 
at the end of the day, the Miami Heat package is the best trade offer. Then you go with it and you go you go do what you got to do to make your team going forward. You put them in the best position to succeed. But you don't have to trade Dane to Miami just because that's where he wants to go or you think he, quote-unquote, is owed that. That is where I will not agree with. All right, speaking of trades, how about this? Let's talk a little baseball. Angels right now are messing his injuries. Should they trade Shohei Otani? I don't think so. Explain why. It's the Ryan Kishel on CBS Sports Radio.